to the Feed You podcast, giving you the real scoop on raising your business to new heights. Expert education, inspiration, and motivation to fuel your purpose, your passion, and your profits. Here's your host, Elisa Connor. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Feed You podcast. I'm Elisa Connor. I'm your host. I'm so grateful you're here. Thanks for tuning in for tips to learn how to grow your passion, your purpose, and your profits. That's what we do here at the Feed You podcast. We feed you so you can feed your business. Um, this week, I wanted to dive in to a couple of little different topics. Um, the title of this episode is the number one thing you can do to scale your business this year. And a lot of people aren't familiar with scaling. They're just kind of like, oh, I'm making it through day by day. And they don't think about like, what do you want to be doing in five years? What do you want to be doing in 10 years? And a lot of the people that I work with um, are, you know, they've either been in, been in corporate for a while and they're ready to start their own gig, or they had a really big rude awakening in the last six months about what their career actually um, means and um, how much of their time and life they're sacrificing to their career. And do they really want to do this for the next 10, 15 years? Um, I work with a lot of Gen X groupies and um, that's because I'm a Gen Xer and um, I love to see people step out of their box and take the skills and talents that they have and put them to use to help other people. Um, we're known as the silent generation so if you're a Gen Xer yay cheers out to you. Um, we just kind of sit back and take take in like what's happened in between everybody else and it's kind of funny. Um, but one of the things that people don't realize when they start their business is that if you don't have scaling at the top of your list, it's going to be really hard to grow your business um, without burning yourself out, without burning the candle at both ends. And that um, can be really difficult. I'm in the process of um, working on scaling my business and to, so that I can have more time. Um, one of the mottos that I have is work less, make more. Um, and so that you have time to relax. That's really what it is. Is like most people that give up their corporate dreams, it's because they want freedom. They want to be able to spend time with their kids or their family or their aging parents or go travel or do all the things. Um, because I think you reach this magical age of, you know, 40-ish um, and you realize your time is not finite <laughs> or your time is not endless, I should say. It is finite. Um, as you start to see, you know, family and friends and different people uh, pass away, you realize that your time is ticking by and you've got things that you want to do and you need to get them done before you leave the planet. So um, I wanted to spend a little bit of time talking about scaling your business. And there's a lot of people that are talking about, you know, launching your business and moving into your business. Um, but I really want to stress on a key point here when you're talking about launching a business. One is to have a game plan in, in um, written out or created to, you know, not only jump into that business and start getting clients, but also how are, what are you going to do with that business to scale so you do have more freedom? Because otherwise you're just working yourself back into a job, which is what you're trying to get away from. Um, and so when I look at that, um, the big thing I see missing from all of these programs that is such a, a disservice to people is that nobody's telling them how to get clients that pay them. 
Um, so they're jumping in and they have, they have coaches and business people that they hire and, um, maybe a million ideas, which is part of what we're going to talk about today, but they don't have a plan to get them from point A to point B of replacing their salary and then some. Um, so I just want to caution you if you're going to invest with people, you're going to invest in different marketing programs or coaching programs that you hold those people to the fire to give you, show you results that they've gotten. Um, and also what's the plan for, you know, attracting new clients and moving them through the, through your sales funnel. And most of those people don't offer a sales funnel. Um, and so that's what I do is I help you create a sales funnel. But one thing I wanted to talk about that is a little bit more, uh, mindset focused, because I think that's really important. That's another piece that people leave out is the mindset component. It can be really hard to be an entrepreneur. I've been at this gig for almost about 20 years, just about 20 years in February of 2021, it'll be 20 years. Um, and I remember that because <laughs> I started my business right before I got pregnant with my son. That was not planned at all, but it just worked out that way. And I'm grateful for that, but for about 20 years. Um, and I will tell you that it is definitely a roller coaster. There are definitely things that happen on a regular basis that have you doubt who you are, what you're doing and wondering if you should go back and get a job and you really have to reconnect to your mindset to say, okay, no, this is, this is just a, a dip in the road and we've got to move forward. But, um, the problem that we run into is we try to do a lot of this on our own. And so I was actually on the friend or on the phone with a friend yesterday and I came up with a term that I love that I'm going to get to in a minute. But um, some of the problems that we, we get into in that in that mindset mode is that we get really stuck in our heads. We have like a bunch of thoughts and ideas and things that we want to do. And we just sit there and um, let those spin in our head. We never take action and we never execute. Or um, we have a ton of ideas and we um, keep trying to move forward and we are executing on all of those ideas. And all we're doing is confusing the people that want to come and buy from us. And so they don't buy. And then we get frustrated because nobody's buying our stuff because we have all the things we're doing all the things we're offering them all the things they don't need all the things. Um, and so when we're executing on all of those things, all it does is burn us out, make us tired. And then we get frustrated because nobody's buying from us. And that's such a horrible place to be. And I know because I've been there more than once I've been there. Um, because as a business owner, especially coming out of corporate, you usually have multiple roles that you're filling. And so you're like, oh, I have to fill all these roles for my new customers. Well, not really. Your customers are coming to you. You, you will do much better if you, if you create a central focus and really focus a product and a service offering in that area. Um, and people are coming to you for that specific purpose so that once they get in the door, you can say, oh, by the way, I also do these things. If you need those services, you know, once you're finished with their project or you're wrapping up their project, you move them to the next piece. That is also part of your sales funnel. It's creating those breadcrumbs. Like how do you get them entered into your funnel? Um, how do you solve an immediate problem? Give them a quick win. So let's use an example of, um, I have a friend that went to design school. She wanted to design websites and within three months she was back in corporate. <laughs> and I know very well, I didn't ask her, but I know very well the reason she was back in corporate is because she couldn't get clients. And it was because she was trying to do all the things. I do logo design. I do brochure design. I do web design. I do that. And it's like, you can't do all of those things and do them well. 
Um, and if you do all those things, it's like you are walking into a showroom and they're throwing up all the details about, for example, a car before you even tell them what kind of car you want. Um, and so when you really focus on this is what I do, I help people uh, build a website that converts customers or converts leads into customers. That's the kind of website I built. Here are some examples of my portfolio. And if they're looking for a website, they're going to hire you. If they're not, then they're not going to hire you, but you give them an example of what you can do and they will initiate the conversation most times. They will, you know, if if they're interested in working with you as a person, they may say, hey, I'm not really ready for a website, but I do need some new business cards. Could you help me come up with a logo? And you would be, of course, I can help you with a logo because that is part of my design background. Um, but when we don't focus on one product or service, we're basically throwing up on people and they don't, they don't know what to pick. They don't know why they're there. And so they just leave. They don't have time to figure it out. I actually just had this happen. Um, I'm searching for a virtual assistant right now, and um, because I'm busy, <laughs> and so I'm gonna I'm gonna premise it with that. And I got a proposal um, via email that literally was seven pages of this person talking about them, and it, it was beautiful, had pictures and all this, and it was so long that I just looked at it and I'm like, I don't have time to read this. Like I'm busy. I'm hiring a virtual assistant because I don't have time to go through emails like this. And at the end of the day, I was like, where's the pricing? And this person was like, um, sign this contract and then we'll figure out your pricing. I'm like, no, I had already spent half an hour on the phone with the, this person telling them what I needed, told them exactly the types of tasks that I would need help with. And I specifically said, send, send me a proposal with your pricing. There was no pricing. I'm not going to sign an agreement before um, I have a pricing commitment in there. Um, and I don't have time to read your seven page proposal. Just tell me what you're going to do. Give me the the breakdown of what that's going to be and what it's going to cost and the time um, commitment. And I'm, you know, then I've got what I need to make a decision. Um, and I tell you all of this because if you are creating those proposals and you're, you're trying to sell people into an entire package, they may not be ready for the entire package. And I run into this a lot. Um, I know what people need to be successful, but I am starting to bring it back and get people started at a level that um, gets them going in the right direction. So that then I can continue to move them through my funnel. Um, and that's just part of business. So the, that's the first two problems. The third problem is that we think we have the exact product or solution that everybody needs. We have it all figured out. We spend hours and hours and hours, days, weeks, and months creating this product, building out this, you know, building out a funnel, maybe if we're at the funnel piece of it. Um, and you know, we put all of this forethought and um, time behind creating a product before we ever do any customer research to see if anybody even wants it. Um, and I have had multiple people that I've worked with that uh, almost everyone that I've worked with has been, has fallen into this category. And it's, um, it goes back to what I just said. Like we have this brilliant product that is going to help them solve their problem. We really are coming from a place of wanting to help them succeed and move forward. However, the product we've created is not what they're asking for. And if you don't sell them what they want, you can never give them what they need. And it, it brings to mind, I worked with um, a client that, brilliant doctor, um, 
he specialized in diabetes and he had created this entire program and um, had put a ton of time and energy into it and um, really was knowledgeable about the field of diabetes and wanting to help his clients so that they didn't have to go on to medication. Um, and he put a lot of time into this program and then we were trying to market that program because it was created and we really would have been better off um, trying to create a program around the needs of his clients that they would pay for. And so um, a lot of times you'll hire people and they are really, they really do have good intentions of helping you, but you have to be flexible and go backwards to go forwards. And so one of the things we did was start to um, do some initial research into his client base and find out, you know, what are the things that they really need? And we ended up creating some really great stuff that was grow that grew his email list and, um, got some traction with his project. So I just want to caution you before you invest time and energy and time is money into a project that you're doing some research to see if that is a solution that people want or if you're going to overwhelm them because that's the other piece is you create this brilliant program and it, it solves all of these problems and then um, nobody opts into it. Nobody buys it because it's too much. They're like, it's too overwhelming. I have too many other things to do and I'm not going to go through this program anyway. Um, so people are busy. They're overwhelmed. I think that with everything going on with COVID, it's, we're even busier now than we normally are because we're handling, I, I described it to a client last week. We're handling this, um, fog of stress that we don't talk about that is, that has happened since COVID. So we not only have the stress of having kids at home that we're trying to homeschool if we're at that age, whether regardless of age group, um, we're struggling with trying to find quiet time in our in our house to do our work and not be interrupted, um, to host meetings, um, and to manage, you know, older parents to manage um, the stress of what happens if somebody gets sick, um, managing, you know, keeping your immune system up, and all of these different components are like this giant fog. It reminds me of like pig pen in. <laughs> in a Charlie Brown that he has this giant fog around him all the time of dirt. And that's kind of what it reminds me of is like, we have this invisible fog of stress that is over us all the time. And we don't even realize it because now it's become the normal to have this giant stress ball that we carry around. Um, because things are not normal and they're not going to go back to normal. Um, at least not the normal that we had before March of this year. And so, um, to save our energy and our time, I, I want to to say that, you know, we need to get out there and really research who it is that we're wanting to help and serve and what it is they need and what they are willing to give up, not only their money for, but their time investment, because sometimes time is more valuable than the actual check you write for a program. Um, so that's what I want to say about that. So we have these three issues, you know, we either aren't taking action or we're taking too much action and we're not getting any traction or um, we've built out a program that nobody wants. So <laughs> that's a problem. Like we've spent a lot of time and energy there. And what we run into is we have so many ideas as entrepreneurs and we do a lot of solo work. Um, we don't have a, a sounding board. And so when I was having a conversation with a friend this week, I came up with the term of a business therapist. And um, a business therapist is not a coach. A coach is someone who is going to tell you what to do. A business therapist is there to listen to you 
and help you talk through your ideas. And um, this person is invaluable in your business. I'm telling you right now, as soon as you can find one. And the, the, there's a couple keys to finding a business therapist. Um, because this is the person you're going to bounce ideas off of. You're going to get feedback. They're going to help you get unstuck when you feel like you don't know which direction to go. And you're having self-doubt. Um, and you're like, ah, oh, nobody wants this. They're going to be like, no, I got you. You're, you know, you're, you're awesome. And you're just stuck right now. And they're going to give you the pep talk you need. Um, they're going to give you a different viewpoint. They're going to um, stop the swirling of ideas in your head and get you to focus on, um, you know, one specific area that you want to move in toward. Um, and they're going to help you take at least that initial action so you can get some traction and keep moving forward. And so um, why I say this isn't a coach is because they're not giving you advice. They're listening to you and they're basically repeating back to you like a therapist would um, what the real problem is and how and they're getting you unstuck from where you where you get stuck in your business. And so um, there's a couple criteria that you need for this. You have to be able to trust this person. You have to be able to um, have an open conversation and be in a very similar um, role. Like you can't, I would say it would be really hard to have a business therapist for me as an entrepreneur with someone who's in corporate still, because the mindset is so different. Um, it reminds me, I just went on a wine date last week with two ladies who work in healthcare. One's a pharmaceutical rep and one um, actually works in mental mental health care. And I just kind of sat and observed because I really didn't have much to add to the conversation as a somebody who's not in corporate. And I just was like, wow, this is really weird because I feel very um, disconnected in the world of the things they were complaining about because there was a lot of complaining. Um, <laughs> I was like, well, I don't have to worry about that because I handle that on my own. Like as an entrepreneur, you just put your big girls on and gr big girl pants on and handle it. Um, so I think it would be really hard to have somebody that's not in your same um, general field as either an entrepreneur or a small business owner to um, utilize or to ask to be your business therapist because they really have to be able to relate to what it looks like to run a small business, what it looks like to be a consultant, what it looks like to be an entrepreneur. Um, so some places that you can find that, um, find somebody that could help you with this. And it's not going to be instant. You're going to have to build the relationship just like you do in any, um, any type of relationship, whether it's selling a product or, um, you know, building a relationship from a new friendship um, and so forth. But you could find those people in a mastermind group. Um, I have found people like that um, at events that you that you attend within your industry. There's not there's even online events right now that usually have a community perspective. Um, there are online groups for different programs that have like minded entrepreneurs um, and businesses that um, I know the the person who is my business therapist is actually a friend and she belongs to multiple groups in her industry and she's finding support that way. And um, it really helps if you have like a group of people that do the same uh, thing as you, even if it's in a different realm. So if you're, say you're an online trainer, if you, um, and you teach, um, I'm trying to come up with a topic, obviously <laughs> my brain is not firing today. Um, you teach online crochet. So you may want to surround yourself with other online crafters who um, are very similar to, you know, going through similar things as you, but they may teach online um, 
oil painting. They may teach online uh, hand lettering is the one I was trying to come up with, like hand lettering. Or you may have um, just a whole group of entrepreneurs, but the more specific you can get in the entrepreneurial field of people that are going to be your support system, the better because they can relate better and they will understand the hiccups where you are better and can help you move past them. Um, but really, you just need a good ear. So some other places that you could find this is obviously friends that are, um, I have a lot of friends that are entrepreneurs because I've been an entrepreneur for so long. Um, different masterminds, networking, if you go to different networking groups, or if you have some online networking groups that you're participating in, and then you get together in per person, that could be a, a great way to do it. Um, and if you are and you know, maybe you've signed up for a coaching program, and you connect with someone that's not actually running the program, but you could have um, somebody that's kind of your sounding board that's also in the program. Um, and I say not the person running the program one, because they probably are busy running the program, but two, um, they will get into coaching mode and want to help fix you. And sometimes you don't need to be fixed. You just need somebody to listen to you and bounce ideas so that they can just give you kind of a, a push in the swing so you can keep swinging higher. Um, and so you may be saying to yourself, um, I don't, I don't need this I don't need a business therapist. I've got this. Like I became an entrepreneur because I can do everything on my own. Um, and so I want you to ask yourself some really important questions. If that's your attitude, like you don't need to have somebody to help you and you can figure it out on your own. Um, I want you to ask yourself, okay, if that is true and I can handle all this on my own and I don't need help and I don't need a coach and I don't need a business therapist or whatever, um, are your products selling? If they're not selling, then something's broken in the funnel. Um, or in the mindset piece of it, because your mindset is piece of, is a piece of your funnel. Um, and it, if you are feeling like you don't need help, do have you launched all of the products and services or whatever you've wanted to launch for 2020? And if not, why not? What's stopping you? Um, and we can always have the excuse, well, COVID happened. Yeah, but I know people that are killing it this year, having their best year ever. Um, and it's been the weirdest year of all time. So I want you to take, I, I challenge you to take a deeper look at that answer um, and answer why you're not getting it done. Cause it's easy for us to move into excuses and reasons for not doing something. Um, but it could just be that we're stuck and we're afraid to ask for help. Um, and then the third question I want you to ask is why don't you have the business you want? And this goes back to my initial comments of if you are in a business and you're running it solely by yourself and you don't have the help you need and you're running yourself into the ground because all you do is work, 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 work. At what point have you just traded a job in corporate or in working for someone else for the same job working for yourself? Ultimately, we become entrepreneurs for freedom. That's really what it amounts to freedom to do what we want, when we want and how we want. And it's not the same as working from home in a corporate job. In a corporate job, you're still responsible to report to other people. And it sometimes can be worse in a corporate job because you have different um, things that you have to report in and they control your time, they control your hours, they control your salary. Um, they, they control uh, how much you can and can't make as an entrepreneur, as an entrepreneur and a business owner, you control that whether you take responsibility for it or not. 
And so I want you to really take that question and um, do some journaling on it. Think about it. You know, you're here right now and maybe you've got business coming in, but have you built the life and the business that you want that enables you to have the freedom that you crave? Because if you haven't, it's time to go back to the drawing board and get some help. And so um, I want to leave you with that because identifying what that is, is the first step to creating momentum to move towards the business you want to have tomorrow, a year from now, three years from now, or five years from now. And it can just be a few little shifts and a few little um, pushes on the swing to get you to that next level. And I want nothing more than to have you guys succeed, scale your business, and attain all of the things that you want that you either left corporate for or that you started your business for um, so that you can not only achieve your dreams, but help others achieve theirs. That's what I've got for you on the Feed You podcast this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you've enjoyed this episode, I'd love for you to share it with a friend on iTunes and leave a review. Next week, we're going to talk about connecting the dots between our investments and the results that we're getting. So tune in for next week. I'll see you soon. In the meantime, take care, stay well, and don't forget to do your homework. Take care. The past year has taught us that marketing and advertising to get new clients has 100% flipped on its head. You may be shrugging your shoulders and wondering, how am I going to get in front of new people now? Everybody's online, it's crowded, and I don't know how to stand out. Well, I have a solution for you. The best way to get in front of your ideal client and the people that you want to sell your product or service to is through email marketing. Email marketing has a 400% return on investment. It's higher than anything else that you can invest in to grow your business. That's crazy as far as marketing. But to get people on your email list, you have to get their email address. And that's almost as protected as a social security number. That's crazy, right? How are you gonna get them to hand over their email address? Well, you have to give them something that they want so badly that's gonna solve their problem that they will give you their email address in exchange for it. But how in the world do you come up with that? Well, I have a solution for you. I've created a five-day challenge that I'm running in September where each and every day we're gonna walk through one piece of creating that download that free download that you can then put on your website and start growing your email list so that you can continue to market them and move them through your sales funnel and ultimately purchase products and services from you. If you've struggled with creating your download because you don't have any idea of what to create, you don't know how to design it, you don't know how much information to put in it, and you don't know how to stand out from your competition, this is the challenge for you. I invite you to come join me in September and get all of the details over at alisaconnor.com forward slash challenge so that you can finally stand out from the noise on social media, start to grow an email list and grow your business and get in front of more of your ideal clients. Sign up today for the free five-day challenge at alisaconnor.com forward slash challenge. I'll see you inside.